Welcome to the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast, a show dedicated to driving the positive evolution of financial advice, specifically within Southeast Asia. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast. Gwen here, and today I am with a special guest because she is a registered financial consultant and the vice president at the International Association of Registered Financial Consultants, or IARFC Philippine chapter. Please help me welcome Grace Devera Escobar. Thank you so much for coming to the show, Grace. Hi, Gwen. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. And yes, and of course, the pleasure is all mine. I've mentioned this earlier that it's um, I'm I'm happy to squeeze out as much information as we can um, from you in this mm-hmm. podcast. And hopefully we can share it to as many financial advisors, not only in the Philippines, but in Southeast Asia as well, and the rest of our listeners from from around the world. So before we dive into the main topic, I'd like to ask, and for the benefit of our listeners as well, how did you get into financial advice? Yeah, it was actually an invitation made by the company where I was Mm. affiliated with way back in 2005 Mm. and it was also the RFC conversion course was also endorsed by my manager at that time and in 2005 I was already in my three years stint as an insurance agent and I was told that that was the way to the future of my career you promise right yeah yeah definitely (laughs) and that is exactly the requirement for taking the RFC course or our registered financial consultant conversion course is that you must have at least three years experience in a financial industry mm-hmm. right so and after taking that like what was the atmosphere of the financial advice industry back then the atmosphere well, the, in 2005, that was the year that the investment link products uh, were launched in the Philippines, especially by my company then. And at first, all of us are just selling insurance products. Insurance, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, it is just a perfect timing that when I took the course, uh, we were taught about the uh, different facets of financial planning. So before that, um, my father was the one who was first uh, engaged, who first engaged in the insurance industry, and we thought we knew insurance as just part of risk management or insurance. But then in two thousand five, it became a different ballgame. So I was uh, particularly interested in the investment, particularly in valuating the net asset uh, valuation per unit or the NAVPU. And it, it um, for me, it would really help me do better in my finance personally. Yeah. So I, I had to first apply it personally and, of course, to, to my clients. But then um, it, it really made 
a great challenge and excitement for me to enter the financial consulting world. That made a difference. Yes. And, oh, um, I do agree with you with that, Grace, in a sense that I also jumped into financial advice uh, in Mm -hmm. the industry because I wanted to learn more. And I thought, what better way to learn than to teach? So as I was... um, advocating for financial uh, literacy, I myself was learning and whatever I learned, whatever I soaked up, I would tell it to other people as well or advocate for it. So it's, I think it's a great way. And now a few years later, you're still in the industry and you're still thriving. And you mentioned before we started recording that you're still learning as well. So I I think that's what financial advice is all about is just learning new ways and how to become better at the, in this industry. So I guess my next question is, I mentioned that you are a, the vice president of the IARFC in the Philippine uh, chapter. The executive vice president, actually. Executive vice president, wonderful, right? Thanks. And <laughs> so you're you're a re- you're also a, a registered financial consultant. And I guess I wanted to ask, like here in the Philippines, there are financial advisors, and there are also um, financial consultants. So because you guys are part of or you are a registered financial consultant what's the difference between a financial advisor and a financial consultant yeah thank you for that um i guess a financial advisor represents an insurance company a bank a brokerage and aims to give solutions with the company financial products um, but uh, the financial consultant represents his or her practice or service and appropriates the products suited to the needs of their clients, like mm-hmm. real estate properties, HMOs, you know, things that are, are not in the basket of services or financial products of the company affiliation. Right. So it's more on the broader spectrum Part yeah, we look of for a person's ways finances. and means on how to be able to address and how to help the clients attain their financial goals. Yeah, and that's a really great way to um, help people, in particular Filipinos, to make better financial decisions. Exactly. And along the way, you've got to do research, you've got to understand that whatever is that you are trying to to give the the clients as part of the solution, you should know yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't endorse something that you yourself will not embark on. Right. right? And so we need to have a deeper understanding of, of what these financial solutions are. Oh, that's true. That's so true because um, you can't, sell something you don't know, right? Um, and, and, and you wouldn't want to advocate for something that you're not very familiar with as well. Um, just so you have, if you have your client's best interest. Now, yes. And of course, the passion comes from where you also learned in the past. Like I myself made some wrong financial decisions before, and yes. had I known it way back then, you know, my life could even be better. But you know, because of of that experience, it has made me 
more passionate with what I do. Oh, that's so true. Um, I remember I had a lot of mishaps as well with my money, and I thought that I was already good at it. But it turns out that I have yet to learn um, so much. And that's I learned those when I started going down the rabbit hole of financial advice. And that's why um, I, I understand that a lot of people are very passionate about financial literacy, financial education, and also con- um, being a consultant for other people, especially Filipinos, because I feel like there's still a gap, and we can see it in our um, in every Filipino, right? Like you can still see that there's a gap between what they already know and what they should learn. Yes, um, because most Filipinos are emotional. They, yes. mm-hmm. you know, if if the children ask for something, like I have, I have here a neighbor, um, whom when his his youngest son said, you know, that I like that house, and that that dad said that he just bought the house just because wow. his son wanted it. So <laughs> it, <laughs> even children could be financial advisors to parents. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. I. And I know this because I know that a lot of financial advisors actually started becoming advisors because their par- because of what they saw in their parents. Like back in the days, their parents did not believe in insurance. They did not believe in HMO and was scared of investing their money on the right things like stocks. Instead, they invested in Ponzi scams and the like, <laughs> and they would not want that to repeat in their generation. So it's very interesting that there is a development in um, Filipinos' way of thinking in terms of money. So what's your observation of the development of your profession as a financial consultant through the years that you've been in the industry? To be honest, Gwen, a lot of financial advisors would want to elevate their practice in servicing their clients. And yes. unfortunately, the majority of them go go back to product pushing after, mm. after attending the RFC course. That is because of the 100 years old culture in the industry that they are encouraged to perform a certain degree of productivity. But the good news is there are insurance companies who partner with IARFC Philippines in order to give their financial advisors the paradigm shifts and skills they need to unravel um, in the financial goals of their clients through a proven scientific approach that would eventually successfully help their clients obtain their, their, their goals. And I'm so, you know, Proud of these insurance companies who put who um really look for an association or a company which is dedicated to to really do financial consulting and open these doors to their financial advisors. You know, I, I really wish I could name drop their companies, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So I, I believe that, especially um, um, with this pandemic, the different companies or insurance companies and even banks are are really pushing their 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 bank managers or wealth managers 
um, and insurance advisors to get a higher education and a higher understanding of financial planning. So I believe we're on the right track. We are on the right track. That's good to hear. So kudos to all of those companies who go above and beyond to Mm. um, serve their clients in a way that can not only benefit them as a company, but the individuals that they're serving as well. So what are the different approaches that various financial consultants take when helping their clients? Well, it all depends on their expertise. Um, The financial consultants approach their clients based on um, the the services that that they can offer, like and and the financial solutions available to them. Like some specialize in helping clients manage risk or pure risk, and those come from the insurance industry. Some um, market their services as a tax and as tax and in tax rather and estate planning, and people like Francis Canizares, you know, they are into investment planning, mm-hmm, you know, yes. and others into education, retirement, and funding for special projects. So it all depends. The approach differs in whatever service and financial solution you can actually give to your clients. Wow, that's so cool. And so the financial consultants also have um, agency on what they can specialize in and based on what they're passionate about. Because I know, Francis, um, we already uh, had a podcast recording. It would be out soon. So to all the listeners, uh, I hope you'll stay tuned for that. But yes, he's he's into investing. He's very passionate about it. And that's why he's he likes talking about it. And uh, as an extension, would like to... Um, provide his services regarding that area. Yes, and in fact, Francis uh, gra- will be graduating this August, and he nice. is actually on top of his class. Nice. He's actually a um, portfolio manager. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So good on Francis. And <laughs> goes to show the type of people that are uh, financial consultants now, right? And that are registered or affiliated in IARFC. So what would, like, um, I guess my next question is, how, how do you see the this profession, um, financial consultants, how would they evolve throughout the 2020s, especially after the pandemic? Actually, we're not through with the pandemic yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with our pandemic journey for more than two years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am pretty sure our experiences have made us wiser. Um, this pandemic has brought emphasis on risk management yes. or in putting a safety net in people's hopes and dreams or the reason why they work. And a lot of breadwinners and frontliners succumb to death. And with their untimely demise, families and children's future were jeopardized. And so with this life uncertainty, the breadwinner should have quote-unquote, sufficient coverage. 
Now, more importantly on risk management is the importance of having a health maintenance organization or HMO since we live in the Philippines. Yes. yes. <laughs> and our uh, our um, health coverage is 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 not taken care of by the government yet, uh, but only by field health. So we this uh, uh, pandemic or COVID-19 has proven the high cost of hospitalization. So that should be part of the portfolio of of each and every Filipino. Mm-hmm. Also, there ought to be an emphasis on investment planning. This pandemic has taken away nine years of investment return. Yes. So it is not just about the return rates, but how much risks our clients can take. Uh, yes. Are they into safe investing over capital growth investment? You know, so we need to know where they're coming from. But because what if the, the our clients are now about to retire? What happens to the retirement fund that they are expecting to 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 receive? No, and there also ought to be an emphasis on emergency buffer fund. Yes. You no, know, yes. emergency buffer fund should take over uh, when there's a cessation of one's income, as what this pandemic has done to most small and medium enterprises. Previous to pandemic, the EBF or emergency buffer fund is about three to six months expenses. But my new definition of EBF is that it should now be six to 12 months. Yes. Why? Yes. Yeah, because it took most people six months to adapt to the new normal, to create a new avenue for income generating activities, and to jumpstart their career. But and how about these SMEs, these small businesses, and some of of the um, these businesses have closed. You know, you you go to the malls and you see them closed, yes. and, and that is so sad. So by the way, Gwen, you know, I just to make an want to make an emphasis that emergency buffer fund or EBF is should not be equated as risk management. Risk management are all about insurances. Yes. Right? yes. But EBF is part of the liquidity of a person wherein should um, the income stops. Like this pandemic, a, a lot of people lost their jobs. That's true. Right? Yeah. So... You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I I just got too excited. But this <laughs> okay. yeah, this what pandemic has brought to each and every one of us. We need to know where to put emphasis on, especially in the way we handle our money. But oh, if you don't so have true. that much that much fund, where will you get? These people who have pension, you know, they are way better off <laughs> than those who did not have any emergency buffer fund. At least during pandemic, they continued to receive their pension. Yes, yes that's true. Oh, I would really 100% agree with that, Grace, because I experienced it. So um, we hit the pandemic. Um, the good thing is that by that time, I was already in the financial advice industry, so I've already set myself up for success, as they say. But mm. so the the trials and tribulations did not end there. As last December, we were also part of the area where we were hit by the typhoon Odette, and mm. that 
set us back like in a very unexpected turn. But the good thing is we had that buffer for six to 12 months. We like very slowly reached that amount. And because we had that um, money set aside, it wasn't too difficult for us to get back on our feet. But I do agree. Yeah, not everyone has that. Not because they didn't want to, but for some, like as the typical Filipino story goes, they actually don't know any better. And that's why I totally agree that it should be an emphasis as a way of educating uh, Filipinos through financial consulting, through advice and, and planning that the buffer money should be at least six to 12 months because yeah. you don't know if there are back-to-back um, events in, in, in your life that's going to happen that will set you back. Yeah. And do you know what else worked during this pandemic? Mm-hmm. What worked most is the faith of each and every Filipino people. Mm, It it is their faith in God which actually brought them the resources to be able to go through the day-to-day expenses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more than our abilities and capabilities of growing money. It is the goodness of God. It is God's faithfulness. I could not attribute everything to how good I am in in, in, um, handling money. Mm, But Mm that's how good our God is. I'm sorry if I have to put that in. Oh, that's fine. It it goes to show that we Filipinos are very um, uh, faith-centered, right? And that is true. I think one of the ways that we are resilient as Filipinos and other countries around the world um, actually say that we're very resilient people and I think that's because we do turn to faith and that makes us move forward um, when all is lost but (laughs) in our hearts we know that all is not lost we have our faith and we have our families and we have faith in the people around us in our community because we know that it's it's something that can help us move forward exactly I'd say right. amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, and I, because you're not the only person um, or financial consultant here in the podcast who really has faith in uh, and just puts everything they do um, for God. And I think that's very important that other Con, uh, that we highlight that, I guess, because it's it's part of our culture and that it's what makes us different as well. So I guess my next question now is, can you tell us more about, uh, we've been talking about your organization, right? But um, yes. let's, let's set a spotlight on that. Like, can you tell us more about IARFC? Yes, Ben, gladly. IRFC means the International Association of Registered Financial Consultants. It is a global non-profit association of proven financial professionals formed to foster public confidence in financial services 
professionals and whose members adhere to the IARFC Code of Ethics when it is actually founded in 1984. Wow. And the IARFC's mission is to recognize world-class financial consultants and empower them to make a transformational difference in the financial lives of the families and the communities they serve. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, actually, IARFC is also committed, or is rather committed to the overall process of financial consulting and wants the public to understand the value and benefits of engaging a professional. So they really put um, highlights also and they, they give us this kind of distinction separating us from other uh, financial advisors. Right. So they and do recognize. They do recognize these uh, professionals mm-hmm. who who are really really helping people. You know, have transformational difference in their financial lives. Wow, I like that transformational difference, and that's really something, right? To be able to transform a person's lives through finances because finance affects everything as you mentioned earlier um, especially Filipinos we're very emotional when it comes to money yes and you know one one wrong financial decision could actually put you five years back mm-hmm. that's true that's true it all depends on the impact of or the gravity of the the decision the wrong decision that we make. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, Grace, like how does like the RFC or the financial consultants um, provide service to their clients? Do, do they become partners for life or uh, do they do it in like a yearly uh, basis and just or a, just a, with a program? I believe it's meant to be for life. Mm. You know, when you when you actually make a roadmap or a financial road roadmap of a person, you also help them implement these. So, financial consultancy is more than selling financial products or services. It is helping people uh, implement the, the the plans that you made for them. Because no matter how good your the financial plan is, if it is not implemented, it is good for nothing. So we talk about what thirty-two years to retirement, mm-hmm. and you ought to be there. And with whatever financial product that you endorse, the question is: is the return rate or the long-term, um, the long-term rate that you used as a projection of that fund would be able to achieve the goals of that person? Mm-hmm. So that is why we need to have this uh, financial plan review every now and then, say after a year or two, you know, to 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 make sure that everything is still in order. Say, so I believe that financial consulting is partnership for life. Yeah, that's um. I, so ideally, the same as a relationship a person has with their um physician, right? Their family physician. It's it's meant to be for life because yes, yeah. It, not only do you help cultivate positive behaviors with regards to financial management, you also check in with 
clients to see if uh, how financially healthy they are. That is, yeah. So, and even lawyers with their lawyers, it is still a, it is also a lifetime commitment to their lawyers. Yeah, that's true. With um, it's a uh, because it's something that you continuously co- go back to. Um, yeah. at each cycle or at least phase of um, a person's life. Right. right. And they know, plus they know your all the history. <laughs> the yes, family yes. History. Um, <laughs> um, that's, I think that's a, an important thing to highlight is to, it's actually best to keep um, coming back to the same physician, yeah. lawyer, consultant, because they actually yes. know your. They, They're called they, financial doctors. Yeah, <laughs> yes, because you they already know your um, your habits, like the journey that you went through, yes. um, uh, and how you tend to slip as well, right? Um, yeah. What are the the things that trigger you to emotional spend and all that stuff so that's very important and i now like what's the advice that you would give to um aspiring financial consultants yeah um thank you for that the way you advance your career is up to you the irfc provides the opportunity to elevate your career and transform its trajectory you know, a financial consultant guides the financial plan process like goal identification, data organization, needs analysis review, problem identification, recommendation, and plan implementation. As a financial consultant <clears throat> or aspiring to be a financial consultant, you help your clients to save, to spend, mm-hmm. to invest, insure, and plan wisely for the future. And if this is your advocacy, if you have the same advocacy as what I mentioned to help people do better in saving, spending, investing, insuring, and planning wisely for the future, then we invite you to be one with us. You know, right. you have you have to you know uh, be in the same room with people who are, with people who are like minded, because you will learn from them you know with our experiences from one client to another that makes us wiser. Yes, that's true. Right? And so, I believe uh, that's why we encourage people to be one of us so we could have the same language, the same paradigm, the same paradigm, the same attitude, you know, um, the same passion. And it's all about helping our clients. And as we help others, we also are enlightened (laughs) that's true that's true you you learn you profit from the experience of others Mm, yeah and it goes back to um our discussion earlier that what what better way to learn than to teach right so thank you so much for for that one grace now where can people find you if they want to get to know you more contact you Okay, thank you. Um, they can reach out at 0917-576-9207. Let me repeat that, please. Mm-hmm. Um, 0917-576-9207. And reach me in my email at gracedvescobar at gmail.com um, and uh, g.escobar at iarfc.org. So either or will do. All right. Wonderful. I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. 
of this particular podcast episode. So thank you so much for coming to the show, Grace. It was really um, great speaking with you with regards to the financial consulting landscape of the Philippines and where it's headed in the years to come. And yeah. what are the emphasis that we need to put on in, in areas in financial advice? So, yeah, I'm very happy that you're here and we were able to discuss these things. So, yeah, and I hope that we can have more discussions like these if uh anyone who's listening wants to become a financial consultant just um, go ahead and reach out to grace but for now thank you so much for listening grace thank you so much for being to the show have a good one thank you thank you so much gwen god bless everyone 